0: Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. Join us as we discuss what you should do when you're tired of playing isometric games. And when you fail to record an episode. Well, that too. I wasn't telling them that. That was going to be a secret. That <laughs> oh, we what's just, like We just oh, okay. dodged it around, but uh, you're just giving away the, the ghost on it. Why we've been four <laughs> weeks between episodes. Whoops. Whoops. Yes, yes. We had a blank recording last it's week. It's not
1: like it's the first time we've done it or anything. No,
0: it's true. It's true. I keep changing my rig. That's the problem. Doing client recording and stuff like that, and I don't put it back the way it should be again. Suffice it to say, it was
1: the best episode ever. Ever. And you just have to take a word for it. The greatest episode in the world. Yeah, it was. It was astoundingly good. (laughs) Astoundingly good. (laughs) We
0: discussed such things as, I don't like isometric games. Yes. Which is why I'm playing another isometric game this week. (laughs) (laughs) Don't judge me. Uh, and we discussed uh, you, you've been playing XCOM 2 um, The
1: Chosen War of the yeah, Chosen I did, I did the War of the Chosen yeah. expansion I ravered on about that for ages but suffice it to say that it changes the game significantly and if you're a fan of XCOM 2 it is worth getting War of the Chosen and playing through the game just one more time yeah
0: yeah, it did, did sound really good, actually. It did sound like a good sort of um, way to spice up that gameplay. Yeah, that game it play. quite a different and game. It changed a lot of the systems as well, you are saying, yeah. as well, like to make it a bit more streamlined and stuff. Yeah, yeah. sounds like XCOM's one of those franchises where they really have made the game better over time with oh, expansions yeah. and things like definitely. that. They definitely went in the right direction. Hmm. XCOM, still kicking goals. Still kicking goals. Well, the isometric game I've been playing is The Ascent. See, uh, uh, it, that's,
1: is it a twin-stick shooter? Yeah. I've been looking at The Ascent for ages because it's... It's post-apocalyptic, which yeah. I like. Yeah. But something's put me off every time well, I've not, looked at it.
0: It's not, well, oh,
1: I mean, it's not really post-apocalyptic necessarily. Okay.
0: It is a twin, It. it I mean, it is a twin stick shooter in okay. that I'm playing it with, it with sticks yeah. with a controller and I, you do use that for aiming and moving and stuff. I think the biggest difference is the, RPG elements that they've added into the game okay. as well, kind of thing, where you do have, uh, if not like a tradition, like an actual role that you play. It's not that complicated, but they have added a lot of story and a lot of missions, people to talk to, town hubs, and uh, those sort of things you expect from a sort okay, of a, a an RPG. RPG yeah. And maybe even like an open world RPG, because it does seem a lot of the areas are interconnected. You can walk.
1: Oh, right okay, through the one entire
0: map to another. Okay. and they've got like a subway system that will like fast travel you yeah. around kind of thing so yes it is a twin stick shooter but it kind of well to compare it to Encased right yep. the story probably isn't as involved as it is Encased but the combat is far more interesting yeah. yep. in the Ascent okay. kind of thing so it kind of shifted that kind of thing back the other How way yeah. if Encased was a twin stick shooter like this it would be a brilliant game Yeah, yeah. because it's way more like engaging kind of thing with the combat. So, uh, yeah, so it's not as to like the post-apocalyptic thing, it definitely gives you that feel. It is cyberpunk for sure. You're living in an arcology. Uh, I don't know if you're an arcology in space or on the ground. I'm presuming you're on the surface of a planet. I don't think you're in space. There's been no space shots so far, but you're all kind of fully encased like a, like um, a steel city from, uh, from Isaac Asimov's books where they, yeah, you know, yeah, um, yeah. fully enclosed, no outside, no greenery. Everything yeah. is just steel. Industrial. And it's, and it's <laughs> dirty. It's yeah. all so, so very dirty. <laughs> uh, but the setup for the story is that uh, the Ascent Group who own your arcology have gone bust. Yeah. And that's left basically what it seems is like a, pow- a power vacuum as well as a resources sort of issue as well. So, yes, it is post-apocalyptic in a way. In that, if they don't do something about this, the entire Everybody's ecology gonna is going to fail. <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. The first mission you do uh, effectively turns the toilets back on. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's classic. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of the things is like waste disposal. On, I'm like, yes, we got the toilets working again. That's a, I mean, of all the things to do in our ecology, getting the dunnies working again, I yeah, feel it's is pretty important, pretty high priority yeah. kind of thing. Uh yeah, and so then you go around and shoot things, collect things, upgrade things and and all that kind of stuff the it's, it's in it's a weird one in that the multiplayer is another one of these like single-player games with the multiplayer is kind of bolted on. on. Uh, Quite a few issues with like weird dropping loot and like loot being on the ground, but you can't pick it up, but no one else can see it Uh, kind of thing. You know, I've had a few crashes and stuff, but everyone's really enjoying it though. Okay. It's like the main thing, you know, shooting is nice. The guns all feel different that you get, you know, and like I'm using a baseball bat as my main weapon. Um, and the other guys were using shotguns and and rifles and stuff and it was a great combination. It felt powerful. It felt like you know that combination worked. It wasn't like anyone was using a gun that wasn't doing any damage or anything like that. The way they scale the damage is the way I like it, which is that you can go fight a level 15 twice as high as you and you can probably kill one, but when you get five, their DPS is so much (laughs) higher (laughs) than yours that if you take any hits, you die. Yeah, Kind of thing. So good on that, like no bullet sponges, just more damage, more abilities and things like that. Right, yeah. Kind of thing. So that's really, uh, really nice. The other good thing about it is, and I think this is a good thing right now, and I think later on it's going to be a real pain. There seems to be a fixed list of items you can get in the game. So it's not like you're getting like, a submachine gun with random stats on it. Oh, you right. get okay. a submachine gun, yeah. right? And with that goes, stats. yeah, it's just whatever it is. And that goes into yep. your inventory and you can pick up duplicates, okay. right? And then you can go to the vendor and sell all of your duplicates very quickly, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yep. On a per slot basis, not for your whole inventory, but like the head, yep. torso, yep. guns. Okay, there's no weight or anything like that. Okay. There's nothing like that. You just keep picking them up and you sell them for money. Yeah. You can't upgrade weapons to get them more powerful. That's how you would make your yep. things mark up to mark one to mark twenty. Yep. If you sell your mark one or mark whatever six gun, and you pick up another one, that one will be at mark six.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: yeah. So it's very like it's more like unlocking lists. Yeah. And check is rather than getting an individual yeah. gun that is yours kind of Here's thing. your
1: submachine gun with excellent shotgun and sniper rifle stats.
0: Yes. And it's level five and you're level 37 mm, yeah, and it's worth it. None of that. Yeah. So I don't know if going back through and like trying to clean up and like whether you get random gear that you don't want and trying to find a new piece and whether it's going to be good or not might be really difficult because you yeah, can't. Okay. keeping your inventory might be really, really hard later on. But at the moment in this early game- yeah brilliant it means everything that drops is useful yep when you're in a group everything you pick up is shared everything you pick up is shared shared. so when you're doing like a a scavenger and going around looking for everything you don't have to worry about going and chasing everyone down for something it's all just there very neat that's good yeah so like all these systems seem to be fairly well tuned you know kind of thing like they're, they're friendly without being onerous you get lots of upgrade op- you can upgrade your gun as i said there's augments two active few passive augments you can put in yourself yep. you've got all of your your two four six eight different stat areas that you can put points into uh you got a cyber deck which just gets upgraded like in a fixed linear fashion you get a cyber deck upgrade and you go to the next okay. best yep. cyber deck kind of thing and even the cyber decks are just like um uh, it's where it's sort of like an RPG light kind of thing. Like yeah. your deck has stats, like ice one for doors, ice one for chests. Can it open? Tu- can it override turrets? Can yeah. it open yeah. ATMs? And as you go up, they go yes, no, yeah. yes, no, and then you yeah. get like ice one, ice two, I presume, and ice yeah. three. And as you go yeah. up, kind of thing. So that's you know again another linear, very straightforward. I know, like cyberpunk,
1: where there were six different Cyberdeck manufacturers yeah. and the Cyberdecks all did very different things. Yeah, and Way more. I of. always struggled to work out which Cyberdeck I wanted to use in
0: Cyberpunk. Yeah, cyber it Punk. is. It's always difficult. Yeah. yeah, yeah, kind of thing. So, yeah, I mean, you look at... I mean, obviously, Cyberpunk is an obvious comparison. They came out roughly the same sort of time and yeah. I know there were comparisons at the time. This game does look gorgeous, although yeah. it is, like, relatively low-poly. Yeah, gorgeous kind of thing and I think if you looked up real close to it it would start it to would sort of look break down yeah. but man when you're running around that city is fantastic and they're not mm-hmm. afraid to when there's a good scene to twist that camera around and get it out of isometric and mm-hmm. bring it up okay. flat yeah. so you get a good view of the city and stuff like that they've definitely yeah. got the you know, it needs to be stylish because yeah, that's part yeah. of, you know, the whole cyberpunk thing as well. Uh I'm really enjoying it. I think it's gonna get some action and a bit of playtime as well, kind of thing. It seems like um for the whole save game system, you kind of work off one person's yeah the save, standard, which yeah. is a bit that person always has to be playing for you to go forward with that save. Yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. We did do a bit where like <laughs> I was like Oh, let's go find some treasure. There's like treasure here, 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 and then like, what treasure are you talking about? I don't know what's going on. I'm like, like, oh, okay. Um, oh well, Josh, you missed this. Um, you know, this mod we got after we killed the boss in the tutorial. Let's load up your save game, and we'll, yep. you go through the tutorial, and we'll just yep. like plow it. Yep. Turns out that uh, that process unlocks the map icons and stuff like that for the,
1: for the oh, chest. Right, okay.
0: Even though they were with me when we did it because yeah, yeah, it wasn't on didn't have their it. game. Yeah. Also, worked out that when you get to the end, you get the augment. So, you get another copy of the augment that you've already picked up before, which is okay. self six and a half thousand U uh, uh, credits, I think they are. I don't know why they're called U credits. Anyway, whatever, hmm. for the monies. Um, and if you then run it again with the other person so they oh, unlock it, you get, it, you get another mod as well. Excellent. And then we went back to town. <clears throat> yeah, we went back to town the third time we did it. And found out that all the chests in town are locked again and you can go through and open them up and one of them in there is a cyberdeck upgrade. (laughs) So, in theory, if you want to upgrade your cyberdeck, you could just keep restarting characters, running them through and just keep getting upgrade, upgrade upgrade, upgrade (laughs) kind of thing if you wanted to. Yeah, so it's obviously not... Like, it's not geared if you want to gain a game system. Like, it's yeah. all, it's all yeah. there to be had kind of thing. But it is flexible. At least, like, you know, they could come along with me. There was no, like, oh, you haven't done this quest.
1: You yeah. can't come along. You're no, not just, the right level. You can't do this. Yeah, yeah.
0: Or yeah. like, if they were all lower level than me because I played a little bit more than they did kind of thing. But, like, it didn't feel like – I don't know whether it does weird level scaling or whatnot, but I didn't feel like they were much weaker than what I was. Mm. Only when we went to level 15 area could I take a few more hits Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. The last thing I'll mention about this before we move on um, is that it's got an interesting mechanic around reviving that I haven't seen before. If you go down, you can definitely be revived. That's no problems. Mm-hmm. But if everyone goes down, no, no, sorry. That's not it that at all. If one person actually like, dies. dies, that's it, game over. So it really no keeps. No one it, can die. No one can die. It really keeps the pressure on to sort of like if someone's down, yeah. you have to get them up. Yeah. It's like imperative kind of thing. Someone yeah. needs to kite the boss away, yeah. you know, and someone else needs to get them up. Otherwise, it's just over. And yeah, then you just checkpoint good. and you're back at the fight within like a minute, if that. Like, yeah. depending on whether. Checkpoints they all seem to be very well done. Yeah, Kind of thing. So, bugs aside, I do think we ran into a couple of bugs and we'll find out. When I get back into it again next mm-hmm. week, if they actually were bugs or not, there's been a few game crashes and things like that. But I don't know. Humble Bundle, man, it was like what twelve dollars to get the humble choice. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get my dollar per gift hour. On giving. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Anyway, that's um, that's the scent for the moment. Yep. Tell me about
1: Celeste. So Celeste. Crown, Crown of, of the of Magister. Magister. Yep. What's Celeste? So it is. It's the closest thing to computer D&D that I have ever played. That's right. Yeah, this is one of the things you mentioned really last good. week you wanted to play yeah. this.
0: I was very curious. So like, tell me, how does it replicate the the, the Dungeon Master
1: experience? Uh, well, so it's got the st- well, it doesn't. Okay. No, if, okay. the, <laughs> if, if the Dungeon Master was this game, you would stop playing with him because yeah, he's okay. a complete prick. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it has all the problems of D&D random number generating. Yeah right. So if yeah. you want to play the game, yeah. prepare to get extremely <laughs> frustrated all through level one, level two, and level three because you'll just miss all the time. Uh, uh, my fight, my fight, yeah. my main fighter character, <laughs> I had six attacks, I hit once. Oh. I rolled above five oh. once in six attacks, and meanwhile, don't so know. I don't know about this, Tony. No, well, no, you won't like it.
0: <laughs>
1: so they've made a classic mistake. Yeah. They've made a D and D game, yeah. So obviously, it's going to attract people who like playing D and D. Yeah. The way you play D D and D is inherently a resource management game. Underneath all the storytelling stuff, mm. the DM wants to whittle down your resources so that there's always a threat of everybody dying, but the DM doesn't want you actually to all die. So that's how a good D and D campaign works. You want to save as many resources as you can, yep. so you can get to the boss fight, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And yep. as you're playing as a player, as you're continuously making the judgment calls, do I use this ability now or cool. can I save it for the boss fight? Yep. What this game does wrong is every fight is a boss fight. Uh, it doesn't throw little fights at you that are easy to win yeah. and then yeah. a tough fight at the end. Yeah. It throws hard fights at you all the time that uh, basically want to use all of your resources. Yeah, okay. Which isn't that bad when you learn that that's what it's doing. But it, in order to get all your abilities back, you have to have a long rest. Yep. And the game makes you feel like a church because every time you go and have a long rest, it said, oh, you've already had a long rest today. Do you want to wait to the end of the day to have a long rest? And at first I kept saying no because when you're actually playing D&D, it feels like you're copping out if you take long rests all the time. Yeah. But this game is clearly designed that you say yes to that question. Yeah. I rested for 23 hours once so I could have another long rest.
0: Oh, jeez. Yeah. So of- I'd
1: rested, Whoa. I'd been an hour into the day and I'd blasted all of my resources. Is, and then boom, 23-hour yeah. long rest. 23-hour so long Wait rest. Reset. So you have to kind of ignore that. Mm. Then when you get to level four, things start getting easier. And then when you get to level five, the game really starts to shine, takes off. Uh, the fights are actually uh, yep, manageable. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, so it really, and you, the D20 rolls come up. So you see the D20 rolls, so... The dungeons are badly designed from a and d point of view in that you are always outnumbered, the the monsters are always stronger than you, and light is very important in this game. So unless you're playing an elf or a dwarf, anything that's in the dark, you have disadvantage to attack, which means you roll 2d20 and take the lowest result. Nearly all the monsters have dark vision, like elves and dwarves, which means they, they don't have that penalty. Yeah, right. So, that does play in because some monsters will get disadvantage in bright light. So, if you start casting light spells and stuff, uh, then... yeah, Yep. Yep. So, that is interesting. So, the reason having more monsters than you is bad is that means that they roll the dice more times than you do. So, when it's random, random generated, as I said with my fighter, yeah. six attacks, that was six dice rolls and I hit once. Yeah. Meanwhile, the four monsters she was fighting yep. had... Uh, 16 attacks because they had multiple attacks each. Yeah. And so one mm-hmm. in six and then okay so that means she hits once in six times. If they had also had a one in six rate yeah. they attacked 16 times that means they hit her nearly three times so they're hitting them once. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. So that's why when you're actually doing the game in pen and paper and you've got a human that doesn't want you to lose if that starts happening they'll fudge the results so the monsters don't destroy you. But when you've only got 10 hit points Yeah. And the monster hits you four times and does five hit points each time it hits you. Guess what? You're dead. Yeah, mm, it's never fun when you get one shotted on a turn
0: based game. I think that's we've discussed that many no, times. But and, you know, yeah,
1: and it put monsters that are like in the there was a, the one that really annoyed me was I would cleared the dungeon of goblins. So okay, that was good. Goblins were a challenge because there was quite a few goblins, but they only had eight hit points. Yeah, that's kind so of you hit them and they go down. You get a lucky yep. hit and they go down easily. Yeah. Then you go get a quest to go back to the dungeon. To find proof that the goblins can read and write. Yeah. Oh, and now there's two ogres, a direwolf, and three goblins with bows and arrows. Oof! So the ogres have um ten times the hit points of the goblins. So they have eighty, 80 hit points, points instead of eight hit points. They do four times the damage. So yes, there's only two of them. Yeah. Instead of. Eight. Oh, so there's now you've now got six opponents instead of eight opponents. Yep. But two of those two of those opponents individually yeah. are worth all the eight that you've just fought. Yeah. So that's that's a was, that was massive escalation. That was brutal. Way too brutal to have so early in the game. Bullet spongy kind of ogres. Yeah. And they just have to get lucky. And they got one of them got a critical hit and mm. did thirty two points of damage to my character that had twelve hit points. So paste I, yeah. paste literally yeah, pasted. Literally <laughs> paste. So it's really good in that it is true to the D&D rule set if you if you understand the D&D rule set you understand this game you know everything that's going on because it yep. is very true to it yep. even though it it's not D&D it doesn't claim to actually be D&D but it, it, it is D&D yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. so there's not every character class there's not everything but it's good but it's got a very interesting crafting system okay so you have proficiencies in the crafting tools so there's four different crafting tools you can write you can make potions, you can scribe scrolls, mm-hmm. you can make arrows and crossbow bolts, mm-hmm. and you can make magic weapons. So there's the four tool sets and you can have proficiencies in the tool set or not. Mm-hmm. In order to be able to craft your proficiency in the tool set. Yeah. Then you have components yeah. for the things you need to craft. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you also have recipes for the things you need to craft. So at one point, yeah. Quite away I was level six at this point. Yep. I had the tools to make magic items. I had about 7 recipes to make magic items which were all better than all the kit that I've got. Yeah. yeah. And I had about 7 components for magic items okay. to be made into magic items. Yep. The problem was none of the recipes I had that I have their components for and none <sighs> of the components that I had that I have the recipes for. So that's, that's extremely yeah. frustrating. Yeah. Because now that I've got to the point where I'm at, now the weapons are all, they're just out of date so quickly Yeah, because yeah. now I'm finding new recipes uh. and new things and you can't take the components out of the ones you've already built. So say you want to make a magic suit of chainmail. Yeah. When you make that magic suit of chainmail, that's the magic suit of chainmail you've got. So I made the mistake and I made the first thing I found, which was a plus one battle axe. Yeah. yeah. And, I went, yeah, okay, that's great. I've got a plus one battle axe. Yes, that's how the crafting system works. But now i found a recipe for a much better battle axe. Yeah. But now I can't find a battle axe. To enchant so what it is is that yeah. it's a very interesting history that the humans are actually invaders the humans are invaders on this world oh so it was originally only elves lived on this world oh. and so the elf smiths knew how to make magic weapons and stuff yeah but then the humans came their gods were trying to kill the humans the humans were getting killed by their gods so they created a rift and they came into this new world they came across, they started killing the elves, of course, the gods for the monsters and the gods followed them, then oh, the no. humans all banded together oh. and started fighting. Them. And then the elves collapsed the rift, which caused a massive apocalypse. Oh God, right. So none of the elves that know how to make the magic, magically imbuable equipment still exist anymore. So you've got to find oh. the magically it's called primed, yep. primed equipment. So you need yep. to find the primed equipment to use the recipe to make the magic item. Yep, right. Yeah, right. So it's it's a right. very interesting system,
0: but I don't like you can't mm, like the whole like needing to get the recipe and get the components. Like the recipe makes sense, right? But when it comes to getting the components, you can't just put them in findable random
1: boxes. You need to give someone away no, to it, like it should actually be fixed. They should have fixed the recipes and the components so that you got the components and the recipes as you went up. give you other methods like a store. They have. They have. I haven't got to that yet. Oh, okay. There's also five factions which you can build reputation with, but it's difficult to build reputation with the factions. And one of those factions, Hmm. when you get Hmm. 85 out of 100 or higher, so 85 out of 100 or higher, and you're getting like three reputation... Regularly, yeah, that's eighty five. Quite that's high when you're getting three. Yeah. Then they will sell you primed items, yeah. But of course, in order to buy a primed item, it's like five hundred and something gold pieces. And I've got, I've been selling everything, picking up everything. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's another thing I need to segue to equipment. Yeah. But I've got two thousand gold pieces, and I'm level nine, so it's quite an investment. And so then you got this whole thing. Well, I don't know if this is going to get out of date quickly. So a great example was... Yeah. I made... I focus on one faction. I got to the ability to buy their magic items and I thought, I want to buy a Cloak of the arachnid so I can spider climb. And oh. I want to buy Gauntlets of Ogre Power so my cleric gets a high strength. That's cool abilities. I'm yeah, not right. going to buy them just yet because yeah. that will cost me all my money. I'm yeah, going right. to save a bit of money and then I'm going to buy them. Yeah. The first two magic items I found after I did that were a Cloak of Arachnid uh-huh. and Gauntlets of Ogre Power. Okay. So I was so happy and thankful that I didn't spend my money on that. Yeah. Whereas if I hadn't made that decision... I would have been so annoyed. Oh, so mad! Because guess what? The sale rate is. Oh. If an item's worth a thousand gold pieces, the shop will buy it from me for two hundred gold pieces. Oh,
0: so wrong. It's just, just brutal.
1: Just, the sale mm, rate is brutal. But all anyway, of that
0: just just I don't like any. Like the more I see these systems, the
1: more I'm like, they're just not. Oh, who's thinking this is fun yeah. or enjoyable yeah, or anything like that? that well you off. know, they should be more frequently dropping recipes or the recipes and the stuff that you drop. I've got. Currently got eighteen primed items yeah. with no recipes that I want to put in them, and I've currently got five recipes that I want that yeah. I can't find the primed items for. This is again, it's mean, something like the, the Witcher Three, and it's like you know having artisans that you go to
0: yes. and have them make the thing yes. for you. They because, actually make it for you, know, you, and you just need to go and I, get. The, I guess you've got a team, which you know you maybe you've got some people in the team that can do this yeah. sort of stuff. It mean, maybe it's a little bit different, but like you should If you find a recipe for something, everything else should be attainable in the game, yeah. Kind of thing. I don't see why you shouldn't have, yeah, and then
1: have to randomly find it.
0: Who wants to grind out 85 levels or something before you can finally get that bit at the end of the game when you stop playing anyway? That's the that's always the problem with this sort of stuff. It takes you so long to get it, you never get to enjoy it, it. it, yeah, because it's games now over. It's like that's not in that's not fun.
1: One thing they have got right though, sure, so they got rid of the Diablo loot camel. Did you ever do that in Diablo where you just load up your inventory with all your crap, take it back to town and sell it? Oh. You go back out, load up your inventory with all the crap yeah, go back yeah, and sell it. Of course, So of they course. have the Scavenger yeah, yeah. Guild. Uh, what the Scavenger Guild will do is after you complete an area, yeah. the Scavenger so, Guild will go and pick up all the loot that you left behind and they'll wow. sell it. And their sale rate is over 50%. Yeah. So you're actually better off Letting them do it. Leaving all the loot behind. So you pick oh, up the magic items and pick up the gems. That's, Leave all the battle axes and all the kiss. long swords. That's All the, amazing. the chain mail. Yeah. I love that. It's really good. It's a I really good that. system. Even if they took a percentage, right? The time they do. Is they saved, take a percentage. You know, yeah. but
0: like it, you got to pick it up and then like, no, just that's- It's fantastic. That's a I great, love that. It's that a great system. Is some beautiful mechanic mixed in with the storytelling. Why can't they do that with the weapons and things like that? You know, like yeah. you just go and-
1: Pay the guild. Yeah, it would be better. Can stuff. you go and find this for me? Or can you... It yeah. would have been better if you'd found a smith that could prime. That could prime it and you say, oh, "Yeah, I need this suit of chain armor prime so I can make this recipe with it. That would have been better. Yeah, for that. sure. Something like, something like yeah, that. Like, there's these, be... like I had a character oh. who was a longbow specialist. Yeah, I found five primed longbows, five oh God. before I found a single recipe yeah, used a primed longbow. Right now, I've got it. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I actually had to go to a. I had to go and clear out a whole area. Yeah, then it got repopulated with people, and one of the vendors that it repopulated with sold recipes. Ah, so it still wasn't random that yeah. I got it. I actually go, I had to go and actually buy it from buy a it. vendor. Yep, yep, yeah. So, yeah, y- yeah. That's great. That that scavengers guild. I l- I l- yeah, the scavengers guild is great. I love that. Yeah. That's great. The other thing that it does very differently to a lot of these other RPGs is that in conversation, so you've got four characters in your party. yeah, And in conversations, you know how you have charisma checks and that sort of stuff in these games to try and convince people to do what you want? yeah. And normally, your best character does that. Yeah. This one, each character has a personality. Each of your characters have a personality. And so each character will actually have a response. Oh. And so it, it may be your character with the charisma penalty of minus two. Yep. That's got the response that you actually want to say. Um. And that is actually the best response. Yep. But your character just has a minus two penalty. Yeah, so that's right. really okay. interesting. Okay. You can't rely on one character, character with very good charisma to to carry through you through yeah, all your conversations.
0: I like that. I like that. Yeah. Because, you know, the charismatic person probably works on in most situations, but there's a few people out there I'm sure that go, you're too charismatic for me. I don't care what you've got.
1: I don't interest in what you're saying kind of thing. Like that feels like fairly realistic to me. Well, and sometimes your character, you've pumped all your stats into persuasion. Yeah. As an intimidate choice. Yeah. And they're really crap at intimidating, but they're really good at persuading, but you can't, can't do the persuade with that character. You gotta do persuade with the other characters and so that's
0: very interesting. Like for D and D when you're in this party as well, like having Earl at the back to intimidate people when required kind of thing. Earl oh, just steps forward and gives a growl and then yeah. all of a sudden like that's like his job is just to do that. Yeah. Like that that's really well, cool. Well that's too, how that's it normally
1: one. traditionally plays. But that's yeah, an that's, it. that's an interesting take on it with this one. Yeah. And you can get very different responses based on yeah based on those conversations. I like it. That's great. That's good, and so my last comment is: I find this very similar to Pathfinder.
0: Oh uh, yes, of course, because that was another very heavy D and D one. Yeah, very heavy D and D one. Yep. Uh,
1: using yep. the Pathfinder system, which is basically D and D anyway. Yeah. But this, so part the problem I had with Pathfinder is the combat got very laborious and tedious, and it was written to be a real-time <laughs> combat, and they added turn-based combat on the top. Oh, this game okay. is written to be turn-based combat. Yeah. So it's normally. Normally, it's about six enemies, so the eight goblins I had against me is the biggest fight I've had so far. Right, okay. So, the turn-based, and they only had eight hit points, so a couple of lucky shots and eight you enter four goblins. Yeah, yeah. So, the turn-based combat don't get boring. I think the longest fight I've had was a boss fight, which lasted eight combat rounds. Oh, that's pretty quick. So, the combat's much more engaging than Pathfinder's combat, right. i found. Yep. yep, yep, yeah. yep, 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 yep. And particularly uh, now that I've learned. I like it. Don't save your resources; just blow your resources because yeah. there'll be a long rest point coming up soon anyway. And yeah, just, it's just a ignore series. the message telling you you just had a long rest four hours ago. Yeah, it
0: seems that seems a bizarre choice as well. Maybe that's just a hangover yeah. from something in the past. But sort of a series of boss fights is, um.
1: yeah, it's, it's interesting. And yeah. so there's good. So obviously, it's called Crown of the Magister because the second quest you get, you find a crown, a crown and <laughs> yep. you character puts it on the head and of course it gets stuck there and it's the crown of the magister and it's got all these little holes in it that you yep. don't notice at first. Yep. But then you start finding these gems that go into the holes. Uh, so the whole quest is about finding the gems to fill out the crown of the magister. Yep. Meanwhile, learning more about the cataclysm that happened. Uh, so, oh yeah,
0: with the ref closing. So yep.
1: spoilers ahead. So if you don't want to play this and don't want to know the spoilers, just skip ahead a few minutes. But the fourth gem that I got you find out that the elves aren't really elves at oh, all on the, on this planet they're sh- all dragons shit. that are shape changed into elves oh. and so you find one of the when you go and find one of the gems you actually find the dragons asleep and you're going oh, crap what's going on dragons how did we kill, kill any of the elves at all yeah God, so that's... you fight a vampire but of course you're never going to beat the vampire but then the dragon wakes up and the dragon kills the vampire uh. tells you what's going on that they weren't elves at all they were they were dragons and yep. the humans inha- invaded. Yeah. And that's why the dragons right. kind of freaked out because they didn't understand about humans or anything like dwarves or elves or anything like that.
0: Right. So they may have been hesitant to engage in battle not knowing and then the whole bunch of weird gods come in after them yeah. as well and yes. stuff like that. So it's a really
1: Jeez. interesting kind of story. Reviewers yeah. are coming. So that was quite a win that I discovered. That I the like el- that. The elves, the original elves, were actually, actually Dra- shapeshifted dragons Yeah, because their dragon king said that they should walk around the world as, as elves for some reason mm. i haven't learned whether i've only got There's, of the eight gems i've only got four so far okay so about a half
0: yeah, way to the why they know why they um walk around as elves. i mean elves must have existed at some point in the past i think to the elves in that the, and, uh, yeah yeah
1: or unless all the elves are actually dragons i don't know but that's obviously mm. going to be a trivial. so every time i've got a gem i've got more of the background of what happened and, on the planet oh
0: yeah cool yeah
1: which is interesting It's a cool story yeah, it is. And it's fun to play. And now that I'm level nine, I'm much more powerful. And so I don't die all the time and swear at the computer. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, the one was when I had six attacks and I rolled above five once. So that's six, t- six, two attacks every round for three rounds. And I hit once. I was just so frustrated. Because you only got to wait for your character's <sighs> turn to come up yeah, again yeah. before they get to the roll of the dice again. <sighs>
0: Turn-based games, and
1: you get to add fancy dice. So no, you yeah. get your acid damage is green dice, your fire damage is red dice. Okay, your lightning damage is blue dice. And if you buy the, um, there's a kit. So it's a. Kickstarter kind of game thing. Oh, and yeah, so there's a kit you can buy that you actually get animated dice and you get like a lightning dice and a fire oh, dice. Yeah. So the dice actually do that <laughs> yeah, 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 if you want yeah. to pay the money for that, which is dice. pretty cool. Fancy like.
0: dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I D&D people like his dice. So, yeah. You know,
1: yeah, fancy stick dice. Stick the market transactions where people want them, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'd get the thumbs up if you like D&D yeah. and you're prepared to slog through the level one, two, three... Well, that's... Pain threshold, it gets... It I kind gets of, better. like, associate that with D&D as well. Like, you pretty is. bad. Like Everybody a, that plays D&D all acknowledge that the game doesn't actually get good until level five. Yeah. Okay. That's when the game actually starts getting good because your characters have got some options. Yep. They don't die. Yeah. Because your longsword does one day damage whether you're level one or level 20. Yeah. It still does one day damage. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just
1: yeah. all the other stuff that goes on top of it that gets better as you
0: level up. Yeah. And the complexity adds in, which you can't start people off. No. Like exactly. that as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dig it! I dig it. All right. You know what? I dive back into Stony. It was probably a mistake, but I did it anyway. What did you dive back into? Mm, satisfactory. <laughs> I promise, though, I have not mainlined it. I have just done a few tipples. Yeah, in well, there. I you say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll come around next episode, and you'll be there, lying on the floor with a. Mouse and keyboard. <laughs> Draw coming uh, out of your mouth. Just just let me just tweak this disconvey about. I get, just get the inputs <laughs> and outputs even. I'm so close.
0: I'm so close. They're almost matched. They're almost matched. <laughs> I don't know. I've I've um just had a bit I went I, went, I went, wanted to go back for ages and I've been holding off, holding yes. off, waiting for update six to come out and it hasn't dropped yet. Uh, and so I've just been going in and tidying up a few of the real dodgy bits of my base that never really worked. Yeah. Properly, kind of yeah. thing, and reoptimizing it. What I realized I unlocked and didn't use was the smart splitter. The um, smart splitter. Yeah. So basically, you got the uh, the splitters are they're always a, they're a cube with yeah. four options. Either uh, mergers have like um, three ins and one out, and splitters yeah. have uh, three in. outs and one in. Yeah. yeah. And so with smart splitter, you can set uh, prior like um, basically set an overflow. So you can say put anything you want through this one nothing through here, but then put overflow into here. And you Uh, put them, what I did was I put it on before the buffer running to the main lines to the base. So when the buffer is full, it just diverts the stuff out. The machines keep producing all the time, but any excess just I can send straight to the awesome sink to get tickets kind of thing. So I was like, oh, okay. I redid this, all my, redid the, um, my um, polymer and oil, refineries got them looking a bit neater and a bit nicer it's still ugly as all sin it's not laid out anywhere near nicely but (laughs) in terms of operation everything's now overflowed they've all got um big uh, buffers on the front of them they can hold a lot of resources um and so then i went up to my aluminium factory and started like tacking on an awesome sink and now that all thing is now just running like flat out which is amazing that like you know it's sort of um very nice you know, they were just sitting idle because there was nothing for them yeah. to go into, really, yeah. kind of thing. But now that whole thing is going, so I'm now I'm trying to see if I can go back and add in overflows to the other buffers and stuff that I've got down lower in the factory, so that like all the machines, you know, are just um, they're just running flat out all the time, yeah, Yeah, kind of thing, and just making stuff. And I'm just getting tickets, you know, because there's like there's like a there's a, there's like an item in the store that's like. A thousand tickets, or maybe more than that, kind of thing. So, that's that stopped. Um, that hasn't stopped.
1: Oh yeah, no, it's going. No, it's going. Sorry. It's
0: just uh, a bit of. Um, we're all paranoid about recording here now, people. Okay, yeah. we got to take a moment yeah. to make sure that it's, it's all still recording properly. It yes, is. I can see going. it moving now. Okay, good, 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 good. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, just uh, mostly that. Like, I'm going back through and trying to work out. Yeah, where I can make my factory just—I want it to like just pump all the time. I want all the machines yep. just constantly, constantly making working, stuff, and making then just and then just taking out and just throwing it all in the bin, getting tickets. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and okay. I read that. Um, I read that you can, if you make, if you reprocess your nuclear waste into plutonium fuel rods, you can send those into the awesome sink and then get rid of all your nuclear waste, so I'm not leaving like an ecological disaster uh. anywhere. If you use the plutonium fuel rods, you get plutonium waste, which you can't do anything about. Okay. But you get more power. See? Okay. So it's just like this sort of trade off trade-off there. So I'm decided to go with the with the no nuclear no waste. waste option. Yeah. And the green so option. yeah, or as that case may be. Yeah. Ecological they're still very diminished nuclear, but less ecologically damaging one. Yeah, we'll just okay. keep it for a bit and then we'll suit them off into the awesome sink. So I now need to go and find an alternate recipe. For plutonium fuel rods in one of the machines so i've got to do a bit of exploring which will open up another aspect of the game that i haven't done too much of is going around and get unlocking all the alternate recipes okay because yeah. like a lot of them have um you know different uh, components yeah different ways use different machines or different components and yeah. like some people have a thing where they try to eliminate screws out of their um factory yeah so just work out all the alternate recipes without any screws in them because screws are kind of like just good. the volume you need to produce and then yeah, move around yeah. is very difficult. So I can fully appreciate, yeah, wanting to get rid of them kind of thing. Yeah. So I need to find that one and then my nuclear reprocessing will be done <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. So anyway, I just, I don't know. Smart Splitter was great. That was a great research thing that I eventually yeah, unlocked and then realized I had and yeah. could actually use kind of thing. And I think once I work out if I get it going and then sort of work my way up all the floors. When I get to the manufacturing floor, and if I can get those machines running, the items they produce are really high value because they take a lot of resources to Mm-kay. get to, and so I'll be able to like really start to, um, you know,
1: bring in those tickets, become a global billionaire in tickets,
0: in out tickets. of the awesome, just yeah, go take awesome. it down to the awesome shop and buy a cup. I think it's like yeah. a trophy you get, like it's okay. it's complete vanity item that yeah, yeah. it just says you just made a lot of tickets. That's all. <laughs> that's all it's for. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it. Yes. Yeah, so that that's um just a bit of. Relaxing, I don't know, relaxing,
1: relapsing,
0: no, relapsing re- re- back to satisfactory. I mean, a little bit, I find it really relaxing, Tony. <laughs> I do, that's I just good. enjoy that's good. I mean, that's think. what it's for,
1: yeah. That's it, that's, it's supposed to be fun, it's supposed to be a hobby, yeah. That's
0: it, that's it, you know, yeah, yeah. And now I've, I've kind of made, I guess, because again, because like the game is very much on, you've got a place. Every piece, everything that you put together, you've got to do yourself. I was
1: a bit fatigued of doing yeah, that. Yeah, Coming back yeah.
0: now, I don't mind. Oh, this yeah. I made this badly. I'll just tear it up and put and it down. It doesn't yeah. feel like a huge Whereas deal. At the
1: time, it was a big deal to redo it all it's again. It's like, oh, I've just finished yeah. doing
0: this now. I see how terrible it is. I need to go back and redo yeah. it again. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no, no, that's okay. I can, that, okay. I can deal with this now. Yep, yep, yep. And I'm starting to see, now that I turn to my aluminium factory on football, I'm like, oh, I'm really not making enough copper sheets. Go into the copper thing and look at the copper... F- factory and you're like oh this is a lot of work <laughs> <laughs> damn, I need to just rework out what's going on here uh, we'll see hey, anyway yeah satisfactory I I still really enjoy that I'm really looking forward to update 6 I keep looking at the videos on YouTube because you can play on experimental if you want and I'm like yeah. oh I want these upgrades and good changers I want them so bad I should put a train I haven't put a train yet maybe that would be a good thing to do maybe give that a go the other thing I'm talking about relapsing into old games yep I'll be playing a bit of uh, GTA 5 with Yana. Um, we got it for free on Epic. I think it was free okay. there a while ago, yeah, kind of thing. I think thing. it was, yeah. Yeah. And two thi- two funny things struck out me about it. I mean, we talked about GTA 5 no Nothing really all that new going on. But the last few updates they've done have all been like quality of life updates. Or so they've had a lot of stuff in there. Things like you can now just go to a crew session when you're already online, changing sessions is way faster. They added a little, you know, if you want to do a solo bunker run, they've added a little car in the bunker to do easy runs. <laughs> okay. You know, all these things are just, um, um, actually, just like they've they've added so many little things that like this is the best version of the game that I'm probably going to play the least because I've already beaten right, yeah, everything, you yeah, already yeah, own yeah. everything, kind of thing yeah. It's, like so funny. Like I feel like they've kind of maybe getting to the point now where they're ready to put it on the on life support. Yeah. and move on to the next one. So they're sort of like getting rid of all these rough edges and making it a bit neater yeah. and stuff like that. The reason though, I forgot, the reason why Yana wanted to play it was because she subscribes to Amazon Prime. Yeah, Amazon Prime gives you Prime Gaming yeah. and she saw she could get free money in GTA Five if you sign up to Prime Gaming. So I linked her up with her <laughs> account and then I'm like, well, now you need to like play online play and game. log in so then that you get the, get the money. money and stuff like that. So like I got her roped in with that and um, uh, the first time that she was in, and finish the tutorial and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, we're going to take you on a, on date night. First, we went to the casino, went there, spun yep. the chocolate wheel, had a bit of a dabble on the pokies, Went and got her a tattoo because she loves tattoos, but can't get them in real life as much. So, like, you know, she got fully tatted out. <laughs> I took it to my arcade, showed her my business, played Love Tester, showed her my secret base where I do crime, <laughs> and then rounded it out with a trip and a lap dance at the strip club, strip club at the end. Of course. Of course. All good first dates. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. just And just like that made me realize just like how many, like, Random things you can do in, in that game, but well, that wasn't even all the things you can do in the oh, yeah. game. That was just a few things that I know she, she might like enjoy, kind of thing. Anyway, the other funny thing about it is that I've never seen someone driving GTA so slowly and follow so many <laughs> laws. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay,
0: it's the funniest thing. I'm like. Uh, you, know, you don't have to like you can go on the wrong side of the road, you know it's like, no, it's too stressful like to be like looking at yeah, cars yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm trying to like read the map and drive over here and get here and stuff like that. And I put her in like one of my my F1 cars yeah, that yeah. I tricked out and just like, Drove it the slowest it's ever been <laughs> driven in, in its entire life. That's very funny. <laughs> funny. Yeah, it was quite good. She's getting better though. Getting better. Not ready for heists. I keep saying that we need more practice. Yeah. And she's like, I noticed you say we need more yeah, practice. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. yes, I'm with yeah. you all the way. We will keep yeah, practicing until we'll you can we'll drive flat out <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's such a fun game. That's for sure. And I really appreciate they've actually made it just a little bit yeah, easier better. and nicer, yeah, you know, to yeah, use and whatnot good. kind of thing. She won the wheel. She won the car with the chocolate wheel the other day as wow, well. There you go. Yeah, one once every three weeks you it's a one in twenty, one in twenty chance of winning the car.
1: Okay. Has you got a
0: first actual real car that she can mod and oh, make fast and stuff like that. So that'll be, that'll be a little bit a little adventure. Uh, Second date, get your car yeah, modded. Get your car modded. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> Ah, good times, good times and games for sure. All right. Well, that's all of us for this week. Fortnite month. This month, isn't it? Yeah, this month.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Damn it. But look, look at the lines. We We have recorded this one. We are
0: sure this one is down. (laughs) All right. Until next time. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Luke.